Welcome to the People's Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph De La Cruz, and we're here with another episode for you. I'm here with a special guest. His name is Kyle, double major, business management and public administration. He's a student here at um, WVU Tech. Um, tell him how you feeling, Kyle. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a sophomore here at WVU Tech. I'm actually from Beckley, so uh, okay. it's pretty easy to become acclimated to, to this city and stuff for me. Uh, so I'm good to, good to be here. Good to have you. Good to have you. Tell us um a little bit more about yourself, why you chose the majors that you're pursuing, and um, a little more about that. Right. So for the last several years, um, I've become pretty interested in politics, but um, you know more than just surface deep um, you know, public policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so things that, uh, that that can be implemented to help people um, in, in our communities and, and things. So uh, that was what drove me to, to major in public administration, um, business management. Uh, is a really broad field, also um, right. that that I can go into um, and work for you know private sector organizations that still influence public policy. So uh, both of those things are, are are big interest for me. Okay, okay. And um, as everyone knows, it's it's coming that time: elections, <laughs> primaries, presidential election coming up soon. And we're not here to chop your ear off and say, oh, vote for Bernie, vote for Biden, vote for Trump. You know, we're not we're not here to talk about that. You guys get enough of that on national television. But um, what we're here to discuss is the question of why it, why it is important to have political awareness in your community and at the federal level for our generation, our young generation. And um, I feel like that's something that's very overlooked. It's pushed it aside a lot. And right. um we're going to break down a couple of things that matters and the steps you can take to be more aware and be more involved. So the first thing that we're going to get into is why our votes matter. And you want to start that off, Kyle? Right, yeah. So so one thing I think um, everyone realizes is that our generation, and when I say our generation, I'm talking about people that are pretty much under the age of 30. Um, we're really good at being active in unconventional ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we tweet and we post on Facebook and right. we share things and we protest and, and do all the, the things in, through those political institutions. Um, but we don't turn out to vote. Um, and that's historically true. For, you know, if young people don't vote as much as old people. Mm. Um, in 2016, 19% of people under the age of 29 voted. And that's, wow. that's really, really, really low. That's, um, so that's something that um, I think people need to realize more that, of course, uh, being active in other areas is important, um, but the most direct way you can express your opinion is to vote. Right. Um, it's your right. It's, exercise yeah, it's that right. right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's something that I think a lot of people should reflect on, because 19% is pretty uh, embarrassing. Yeah, it's way too low. <laughs> um, and, and a lot of people think, you know, they're in college, they're not too concerned with, um, you know, what policies are being implemented and what candidates are being elected. Um, at that time, but four years from now, you're not going to be in college. You're exactly. going to be in the workforce, and these things are really going to you know interfere with with your life. Um, so that's something that I think should be considered also. Yeah, definitely. Um, I read something about how I think this election is going to be the biggest voter turnout in a hundred years or so. I don't know if that was an accurate statistic, but um, right, I would expect it. Yeah, I mean, 2016 um, was bigger than anything to that point, mm. um, and I think that even after the midterms in 2018, that it's kind of, it's heading that direction. Right. Yeah, I definitely, um, I've noticed a change in climate 
and the demographic of our generation, whether you're a Democratic, Republican, or independent, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I've noticed people becoming more aware on social media and kind of starting to realize, like, all right, this isn't, you know, this isn't a joke anymore. Right. This isn't the middle school. Right. This is not, yeah. yeah, this is not a joke anymore. This is serious. This is something that we have to take serious. And um, the future is in our hands, essentially. Right. Yeah, I agree. And there's a couple of things that, that irk me um, for people who don't, who are, especially who people, uh, people who are registered but still don't vote. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the reasons are, you know, my vote doesn't matter. Right. I mean, that's you know, the most cliche thing to, to say. Um, I feel like that's just an easy excuse. Right. And and I'll be honest, if you want to go vote in the presidential election in West Virginia, your vote is probably not going to matter as much as other states. Right. But people forget about the down ballot races. You know, this, this election, we're going for president, governor, U.S. Senate, congr- three congressional races. Exactly. Uh, it's not just Senate. about the president. Right. And, and, and at the same time, um, as important as the presidency is and the, and Congress is, uh, the state legislature will do so much more to affect your life your daily than, life. than Washington yeah. D.C. It holds a lot more. You're yeah. you're gonna feel that uh, that election a lot more than right. So much more directly. Mm-hmm. Um, I had two friends in 2018 uh, who ran for House of Delegates. Um, one of them won. This is a general election. One of them won by uh, 30 votes, and one of them lost by 14 votes. So, yeah, I mean, you're probably not going to influence the presidential election in West Virginia, but you could easily, you know, change change the party that's that's in the in the legislature. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's a definitely that's definitely a good point. I feel like people overlook; they're just so focused on oh, president, president, right. president. Yeah, Trump's going to win West Virginia, and right. I'm not going to vote. Et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> There's no point, right? Whatever the case may be, and then they just completely overlook, you know, their their governors, their all of the all of the state legislation positions yeah. that they're going to get that direct effect in their in their community. Right. Um, another thing is that um, the process. I feel like when I was in high school, I had um, AP Gov, and we actually registered in high school. Right. If you were of the age, mm-hmm. then we got to register in that class. Actually, we we set us we set aside a whole day for that. Um, I don't know. Do they do that kind of stuff yeah, here in so, West Virginia? Um, so I went to Independence High School, um, and there is an organization in West Virginia, and there's several partner states um, that uh, that set up under the Inspire U.S. Um, charter. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were called Inspire West Virginia, and we registered our high school students to vote. Uh, those who were eligible. Um, so it was a it was a nonpartisan nonprofit organization that um, that the mission was to enhance students' civic responsibility. Um, and like I said, the pinnacle of that responsibility is to vote. Right. Um, so yeah, we registered actually three years in a row. We registered 100% of our senior class, uh, to vote. Wow. Um, and the school was awarded for, you know, cause that's something that you, that doesn't happen. Mm. Uh, so that was a pretty big deal. And one thing, one really big misconception that people have is they have to be 18 to register. Uh, and that's not right. You have to be 18 before the general election. To register. to register, so you can be yeah. seventeen and register. Right, because I registered the first time when I was seventeen. Exactly, yeah. Uh, as long as you turn eighteen before this year will be November the third. As long as you're eighteen before that day, you can register. Okay, okay. That's definitely important information. If you feel like um, registering to vote is a hassle, or you just don't have enough time, then as you can see, it doesn't take that. It doesn't take that long at all. Right. And um, 
if you're out of state in college, as I am, and I'm registered in Florida, I'm here in college, um, you can get your absentee ballot by contacting your, what is it, the election board? Yeah, so you can, you can call it. I think every state uh, in the United States, um, Secretary of State offices, I think they are in charge of the elections. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can contact your Secretary of State's office. Uh, they are always really, really helpful in that regard. Um, so they can get you hooked up with an absentee ballot. Um, and you can send that in and vote from your campus or out of state or wherever right. it may be. Um, so, yeah, that's another important way that you can you can take, you take part in, in democracy. Okay, yeah, most definitely. And... Um, I've noticed Super Tuesday already passed, but um, again, if you're registered in Florida and you are out of state for whatever the case may be, get your absentee valid and it's not a long process at all. And right. um, one thing I noticed on social media is um, people showing up to vote, our young generation showing up to vote for mm -hmm. the primary mm -hmm. and seeing how long the lines are. <laughs> That's right, yeah. The lines yeah. is... That's uh, that can be discouraging for people. Yeah. So did you 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 requested an absentee ballot? Was that an online process for you? Um, I actually had a. It was like a message uh -huh. thing that was sent to my phone, and then for um, the Democratic Party, and you know I asked them because I assumed it wasn't like an automated you know mm -hmm. message. System, yeah. Yeah, an automated system, and um, I asked them. How to get an absentee ballot? I told them, you know, I was at school, off campus, or off or out of state, and um, they sent me the link right then and there, right. you know. And I, yeah. I, it was, and I just emailed the committee or the mm -hmm. selection committee, whatever the case was, and um, my absentee ballot is actually on the way. So right, so that's how, yeah, that's it's they make it, they've made it so much easier to do that. Um, in West Virginia, if, if you know, if you're from West Virginia, uh, you can register online. Mm -hmm. um, there's a website, OVR which is online voter registration, ovr.sos.wv.gov. Um, and you, all you need is your ID number and last four of your social security, and, and they can send you a registration online. Just like that. Uh, so, yeah, it's a, it's a really streamlined process. Um, and our primary here is not until May the 12th. Um, That's one of the last. It's very, very late, yeah. Right. Um, so I think the deadline to register is late April. So you, you still have time to, if you're not registered, or if you want to change your party, um, you can do that all online. So now for the primaries, if you're independent, do you not get a say at all, or how does so that work? So each, each state um, party dictates that. Um, so to the best of my knowledge, at least as of last year, um, if you're an independent, which is unaffiliated in, right. in West Virginia, uh, you can you can vote. You just have to pick a ballot. When you go in, you have to say, I want a Republican ballot, a oh, Democrat okay, ballot, or a Libertarian okay. ballot, or you know, whatever it may be. Um, and you are still able to participate. Okay, that's good to know. Um, once again, I just want to touch on the importance. I feel like the demographic is starting to really tilt in a 180, how the older generation, you know, people are starting to, you know, get old, right. start dying, and our generation is getting older. And we're noticing that, you know, what the older generation voted on implementing, we're, we're starting to feel it now. Right. Yeah. So that's something that uh, it, we, we discussed earlier. Um, people who are just eligible to vote, mm -hmm. they don't think it matters very much because they're just 18, 19, 20, 20 years old. Um, but four years from that point, the policies that were implemented by the people that they didn't vote for, um, you know, 
are starting to affect them because they enter the workforce um, and they start feeling the you know the benefits or um, or or problems that that arise mm -hmm. from some of the policies that uh, that they just didn't care enough about to vote for four years before that. Right, and then they end up you know regretting that decision. Right. Yeah, and and that's another thing that a lot of people um, kind of an excuse to not vote. Um, is that they don't know enough. You know, I don't know enough about this candidate or this this issue or something. Um, and that's a reasonable um, explanation, except for we live in the most technologically advanced society exactly, in the history yeah. of the world. I mean, it's it's um, it's at the, the touch of your the tip of your fingers to just to find out about a candidate's platform mm -hmm. or to find out about an issue or something. Um, and at the same time, it should be easy to identify things that are not true that you see online. Um, that's very true. Things you see point. on Facebook, honestly, probably aren't true. Right. <laughs> and you can find a reputable source other places um, mm -hmm. uh, to find out, you know, is this true? Is this is this a fact or is this, you know, just a falsehood? Yeah, it's definitely important to do your own research regardless of your party because you don't want to be led astray with, right. with a candidate's um, plans or what they plan to change, et cetera, whatever the case may be. That's right. Um, and I will mention that... Um, you know, 18, 19, and 20-year-olds have, um, you know, earned the right to vote um, through the 26th Amendment. Mm -hmm. It wasn't actually, you know, it didn't begin that we had the right to vote. Um, it was actually the senator from West Virginia who introduced the bill, uh, intro introduced that amendment, uh, Jennings Randolph, in 1971. Uh, it was wow. the 11th, 11th time he sponsored it, and it, <laughs> failed, it failed the first the first 10, um, and it finally passed, um, which, which gave the people... 18, 19, and 20 year olds the right to vote. I didn't know that. Um, because they were allowed to, you know, go to war. And, and they're, you know, right. his argument was. What year was it? Um, 1971. 1971. Okay. Yeah, and it was ratified by two thirds of the states. Um, and it was the 26th Amendment. Um, if you're old enough to go to war, you should probably be able to go right, to war. Right, right, right. So that was, uh, that was the argument. And I think people should capitalize on that. I mean, it was that right to given to us for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's important that we uh, utilize it. Most definitely, most definitely. And um, another thing I wanted to touch on was not only how, not just how we have the resources and how easy it is to find out um, what candidates are for what and mm -hmm. how to, you know, register, get your vote in, whatever. Um, but it also kind of that we have an obligation to vote right as as we're kind of getting put in the driver's seat now it's time for us to you know hop in that driver's seat and drive the car in the direction that we want this country to go right yeah i agree and um people people really um underestimate the value of and i mentioned it earlier the value of their individual vote because mm -hmm. they they think like you said you know my vote is not going to affect the outcome of the election Right. Well, I mentioned the two races earlier that, that were so close um, in our state legislature. If if twenty people have that mindset, that is the, that's the problem. There mm -hmm. lies you know the, the problem that young people don't vote um, because if twenty people have that same mindset, none of them vote, and then you lose you know a large quantity of of the electorate um, because of that. Mm -hmm. Now, last. Um election i think people were confused with electoral college votes and popular <laughs> right. popular vote that's right yeah so can you kind of break down the difference yeah so um the presidential election 
is not reliant on the popular vote. Mm -hmm. um, it obviously relies on the Electoral College, which um, in layman's terms means that each, uh, each of the 50 states, um, as well as the District of Columbia, has a certain amount of electors um, that are generally, with a few exceptions, bound to vote for whoever their state votes for. Right. Um, and, and those electors are determined by your the number of your senators from your state, U.S. senators from your state, mm -hmm. and the number of your congressional representatives. Um, so like West Virginia has two senators and three representatives, so we get five electoral votes. Um, and every state's like that. Uh, California gets 55. Right. So, right. you know, that's that's a big, uh, big pool of votes. Um, and the only exception is D.C., who is not a state. Um, they still get three, I believe, electoral votes, um, which is why, but they don't have any representatives in Congress. So if you go to D.C. and you see a, a, a resident, their license plate will say, their their slogan is uh, taxation without representation. Right. Because, uh, you know, they get electors for the president, but they don't have any congressional members. Mm. Um, so there's, a, there's 435 members of uh, the House of Representatives. There's 100 senators, and then the three D.C. votes is 538, and half of that will be 269. You have to have 270 to win the election. Right. So that's the breakdown. You probably want to turn that on slow-mo. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, you, you can lose the popular vote and still become president, as we've seen in 2000 and 2016. Mm. Okay, good. And um, one of the last things... I wanted to touch up on kind of just reiterate how why our votes matter so much maybe not so much on the presidential scale i feel like mm -hmm. people just they kind of just close their vision on just the president right yeah and I mean, and that's not to say that it's not important i mean i think everyone should go vote for president no, most definitely. Uh, but it definitely shouldn't be a roadblock to not vote at all you right know? um so yeah you continue yeah i definitely think that um if you're if the can maybe you don't like the candidates who are um, running for president, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, I feel like for this young generation, we have an obligation to vote for you know who's going to represent our community mm -hmm. at the state level because that's what we're going to feel the most. Right. Yeah. And yeah, that's another ar argument that people make is I don't like either candidate. You know, even though there may be you know several for for different parties, but mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you you pretty much have a binary decision because one of the two major party candidates is going to win. Um, there has to be someone you like more right. than the other. That's that's what I've always thought. That's my mindset on it. Um, so, you know, you may dislike both candidates, but think of the policies. You don't even have to think about their personality, or maybe you care a lot about their personality. Find something that differentiates one from the other mm. um, and, and vote that way. Most definitely. Um that is all that we have for this episode. Um, once again, you should definitely, from 18 to 30, if you're between 18 and 30 right now and you're not registered or you missed the primary for your state, it's not too late for the presidential and uh, your state elections for your state legislation. Um, we will have links on how to register, what websites to go to, whether to help you register or the exact links right, in the yeah, description. Um, yeah, and let's try to get 19% up to, like, right. I don't know, 25? A lot, a lot <laughs> more. Reasonable. A lot, lot more. <laughs> but um, thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week.